first hurdle or challenge would be to change the mindset from being a high school student to an employee. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot. Um, so in our, we have an orientation for the students that lasts about three weeks as long as all goes well. Um, and it typically does. So during that orientation time is where <clears throat> we're really saying like that was probably acceptable in high school. It may or may not have been, but mm-hmm. it is not acceptable in the workplace. Um, I'm not gonna tell you when we start recording. <laughs> that way, you don't think, or you, you don't get much cheese. It might, it might be not to the very end. <laughs> All right, and then we, we're ready to start now. That was just back. No, it's recording now. So, <laughs> so um, that, thank you, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Yeah, so we have um, a special guest here today, Lisa from Project Surge. Yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of break the ice, Jordan put together some rapid fire questions for you. Oh, rapid fire. You, you ready? Sorry, I think Don't so. Don't think. Just answer. <laughs> okay. You have two seconds to answer each one real quick. What color is your toothbrush? Pink. When I dance, I look like what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> when I dance, I look like what? Oh, me? Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, what do I think I look like? I think I look like... Um, well, 18 and still a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, that's what I look like. What would you do on Mars for fun? I wouldn't go to Mars. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm not sure. doing it. Not what would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? Oh, well, I would advocate for people with disabilities. Okay. Aww. You want to go to Mars for 15 minutes of fame? No. Okay. They, they don't have jobs on Mars. <laughs> what do you hope to accomplish by the end of next month? Uh, graduation for Project Search graduates. Gotcha. <laughs> and then out of all your interns, which wore the best Halloween costume you've seen yet? Do they wear Halloween costumes? Oh, no. They, so if they work in childcare, they do. Mm-hmm. So I would say Megan was a minion. She was super oh, really? cute as a minion. <laughs> She's like the cutest minion, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, that's it for Rapid. <laughs> and we have and a little special a telephone. No. No, 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 no. I was like, no, I don't, know. I don't want to win that yeah, telephone. Sure. <laughs> you a special telephone. Nice. Great. So we're just going to, it's just casual conversation, and uh, we're going to hope that our listeners learn a little bit more of what Project Search is all about. Okay. Um, I it's like that. It's an interview. Yeah, so yeah. we just, just, just fun. Common conversation. And I think it's so. cool that Jordan doesn't really know too much. Like he has a general idea of it, mm-hmm. so just think of it as um, yeah, educating Jordan. Jordan. And okay. really our listeners are listening. Yes, and you know, you were, um, during, I think it was like your first week, you were the teller that got the 10 deposits. <laughs> well, see, that's how I remember you. It's all the times, like, you see coming in, she's like, oh, there's all the bags, all the coin bags went to the coin machine. And, and it depends <laughs> on, like, and when we met, I was also the treasurer of the Dover Little League, so... Oh, so that's a, what it was. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, would yeah. have, like, it's like uh, the this deposit, and then I'm going to need you to do 11 change deposits. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Well, tell us about uh, Project Search. 
Okay, uh, Project SEARCH is an international program actually, and it is for students with moderate to severe disabilities ages 18 through 21 who are looking to um, secure employment, competitive employment. It's a one-year program or academic year, and so we're onboarding our new interns right now, and we are also taking employee or interns that are becoming employees right now too. So. Um, we typically work in three academic years at one time uh, where we have our interns who were last year's graduates are we're wrapping up their data for um, employment and then we have this year's graduates where we're getting them employed and then we have next year's graduates where we're bringing or not next year's graduates well, I mean they will be next year's interns are coming on board so um, but project search was started in uh, Cincinnati Children's Hospital in RN just kind of looked around and she just sort of had this epiphany that you know they were treating um, patients with disabilities but then once they got older it didn't seem like there was something there for them to work or to learn the transferable skills that they needed so she um, got in touch with a special education teacher and so that was Aaron Riley and then Susan Rutkowski are the co-founders of Project Search and they just always thought it would be at Cincinnati Children's. They never expected it to grow into over 500 sites since I think it was 1998 when they started there. Um, they opened one in Israel and this year they're working on Bahrain. Wow. Yeah, I know. I like had to pull a map out to where's that. I just know that she didn't have internet service and I was like, well, I'm not going there. <laughs> For like three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> a few hours, sure. Where but. is that? Uh, yeah, we're so. going to have to Google map it after this. Yeah. yeah I've heard <laughs> of it for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get involved with Project Search then? Well, that's actually a really fun story because I worked in the technology office, which is just right over here for Capital School District. And I had been there for four or five years in instructional technology. And this position opened up. And I have an undergraduate degree in business and marketing. And then my graduate degree is in education. So this position opened up. And I was like, well, that sounds really interesting. And I've always worked with students with um, special needs or disabilities. And so I was really intrigued by, by it. But I wanted to learn a little bit more before I clicked apply for this job. So since it was internal, that's all you have to, or it wasn't an internal posting, but since I was already at Capital, all I would have to do is click a button that said apply this for this job. Time I'd ever even heard of Project Search. It so there was, wasn't any like a prior teacher that was a part of it? Mm -hmm. No, it was a brand new program and Bay Health is our host business. So um, we would be located at, or we are located at Bay Health, but when I'm reading this description, I'm like, what is, this new program that we have coming along and this was in 2014 so I couldn't figure out how to see more of the description so I said to one of my tech guys I'm like can you look at this because I can't I'd like to learn more about it before I you know do anything and he said did you try this and he clicked apply for this job I was like oh, you just apply me for that job and he's like, well, you can unapply. I'm like, well, <laughs> not now. It's already through, like, you know. And within, like, an hour or so, they called and said, oh, wow. you have an interview tomorrow at 1030? I was like, whoa, hey, hold. Whoa, <laughs> this is all happening really fast. And I was like, okay, so I go home, do some research, you know, me up put together a quick presentation. Yeah. I don't know if I need it or not. 
And I went in and I was like, oh, everything that I had done in my life, or, you know, even um, when I thought I made mistakes and the choices that I made, every single experience that I had, it led to being successful in this position because of the background in marketing, the background in understanding business, working in the business um, field helped me to understand. I was the director of training for a company that really helped with training um, adults. And uh, yeah, so it, it works great. And then the instructional technology piece, I had several years of that. So I was ready to venture out mm -hmm. and yeah, by, so that was on a Wednesday. <clears throat> And then they called like right after the interview and said, I think I applied on a Wednesday, had the interview on a Thursday, and they said, um, yeah, we'd like to offer you the position. And I was like, can I just think about it over the weekend? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to catch my breath. Yeah. And so I accepted on, on that Monday. Yeah. Now, how much time did you have after you accepted the position to prepare for the Perfect, because I'm, I'm guessing they didn't just say, here's what you're going to be doing. No, not at all. So we had, um, I, I was hired in June, and the very next week went to a meeting with the, all these partners and agencies that I had never even knew about. And that's one of the things in this position. Like, there are so many resources that people just don't know about, and that's what we do also is to prepare um, and make sure that our interns are hooked up with all the services so they can meet their goals for independent living. So yeah, it was um, in June and we uh, had, we opened uh, August like 23rd or something like that. I went to the conference in July to get an understanding of what everything was, which was super helpful. Um, and then we just came in and just got going. Mm -hmm. That happened <laughs> fast. Yes. yes. And now you're on a podcast. <laughs> now I'm on a podcast. So, like, this is my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> how long ago was this? Like, how long? 2014 Project Search at Bay Health opened. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And last year we um, were a superstar in education or award winner. And that was really special to us because that comes from the Delaware Chamber of Commerce. So being in a uh, high school transition to employment program, that was really meaningful for them to be able to come in, different people from different businesses, and say what you're doing is valuable here. And um, it's definitely something that you know we want to see more of. And so mm -hmm. there's been a big push for um, businesses to have you know these immersion programs where students can, can learn right there on the job. This is, it's how you learn best, really. Yeah, yeah. So. What's like a typical day for you look like when you're doing the project <laughs> search? <laughs> I knew that you were gonna actually ask that question Duh. and there is no typical day, <laughs> but if, if everything were to go as planned, like the things that are on my to-do list I was allowed to actually do, or mm -hmm. able to do, I should say. So, but, um, a, a, a typical day should look like the students arriving between 7, 7.30 independently. So whether they take DART paratransit, DART fixed route, walk, um, drive, we have a couple drivers. Um, however it is that they get there, they need to do it independently so that they're prepared for work. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so they arrive around then, they eat, and they're supposed to check their email. 
um, get their Google Chromebook up and, and get started with the day. And then we start instruction at um, 7.50. And we have instruction on employability skills and independent living. And then they transition to their internships from 9 until 2. They have a half hour break. Um, and they we have 30 different internship opportunities at Bay Health from which the interns mm -hmm. can choose and what aligns with their interests. Mm -hmm. um, and so they get interviewed for those um, positions and then, um, yeah, then they gain the experience. And sometimes it's, it ends up being something that they found out that they didn't like, but in almost all cases we have them, you know, uh, push through mm -hmm. because we all have jobs that you know, you have to push through that time because usually the first week we have a little issue and we're like, push through. And sometimes they're like, oh, I do like this. And then other times it's like, but they push through it, get to the end, and then get their next internship because we really want them to also learn the importance of working through it, giving a notice, and then moving on and never going on or never giving your notice until you have another position. Right. So we had a couple interns that um, <clears throat> this year that have early hires and they are also employed part-time and they were ready to just as soon as they had the position they were ready to just be like okay cool I'm not gonna have to do that anymore so yeah so they wrote their letters of resignation and they gave a full two weeks notice and turned it in and well that was another learning lesson was okay now you have the letter how do you how do you resign from a job how do you quit a job mm -hmm. And they were like, whoa, yeah, I didn't think about the whole conversation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <You're fine>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've gone over that. And, you know, there's like some uncomfortable things that we all have to do. And it's just that nice that they get to do it in a safer environment where it's okay to make mistakes. Just like we have uh, an online classroom where we expect them to complete assignments for their specific uh, transition goals and um, also interact with one another and through that it's Schoology, it's, it's the state of Delaware pretty much um, everybody uses Schoology mm -hmm. and it's great because while they're talking inside of the <coughs> classroom it looks a lot like Facebook and so we're able to make sure that they're being good digital citizens and saying appropriate things mm -hmm. and teaching them how to like it's not necessary to comment on things that you know, if you don't like it, that's okay, but you have to say it in a nice way to give your classmate um, feedback, or you could just, you know, not say yeah. anything mm -hmm. and keep scrolling. Right. You, you were saying earlier with um, having a host business, that's that's Bay Health in this situation. So it's almost like the success of Project Search, is, it's a puzzle. So you have to have that host business that's able to offer those internship opportunities. Oh, for sure. So um, it is like a puzzle. Uh, I have a tagline I use is partners make it happen and that includes community partners like Dell One. Um, <clears throat> so Project Search, there are three partners. Um, there's a, an education agency and in this case it's Capital School District, Kent County Community School. Then there's a host business and in this case it's Bay Health. And then we have um, DVR which is the Division of Vocational uh, Rehabilitation and what they do is well, they provide funding for students as well, and it's it's called braided funding. So those three partners are working together to fund the the program. 
So, but uh, DVR then contracts out to um, adult service agencies and their community integrated services and then Autism Delaware. So what's really nice with Project Search is they work with those companies throughout the academic year, then they transition right into employment in the community with the, those um, trainers and coaches. And so they have a really good understanding, well, for the most part, <laughs> about what it's going to be like when they um, begin working. What's the biggest like hurdle for the interns usually, <clears throat> like when going through this whole process? Well, I think initially the first there's a few hurdles. Uh, the first hurdle or challenge would be to change the mindset from being a high school student to an employee. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot. Um, so in our, we have an orientation for the students that lasts about three weeks as long as all goes well. Um, and it typically does. So during that orientation time is where <clears throat> we're really saying like that was probably acceptable in high school. It may or may not have been, but mm-hmm. it is not acceptable in the workplace. So there's, that's what we say that's not acceptable for the workplace. I feel like that's like turning any... Like high school students should get. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so we really uh, talk about what's acceptable for the workplace and what's not acceptable. That's the first hurdle they get over. The next one is when they enter their first internship and work from nine until two. So we talk about building stamina. And before they start working, we want them walking their dog or exercising, doing something after project search when they get home so they're building up that stamina because that first week, those students at two o'clock are like almost completely like asleep. The parents love it. They come home, they're like, they should be They're so tired. You guys are doing wonders. (laughs) They're working really hard. And then they build that stamina to make it, you know, to two o'clock and Mm -hmm. And then um, they get on their transportation and, and go home from there. So I, I kind of forget what the question was. The hurdle. Oh, just oh the hurdle. Oh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the, the next challenge is making it through the whole year. Right. <clears throat> and that stuff, and we talk about it a lot. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we even put a pie chart up because they work really hard. Right. These students have chosen to commit to an additional year of public education. And so they have committed a whole year. They are not being paid in these internships mm-hmm. um, with money. I mean, they are gaining transferable, marketable skills. But they have to make that commitment and make mm-hmm. that change and like see this transition process for themselves. So um, it's, it's a big commitment that you know the students are making, and it's different from the commitments that their friends are making. So. That's kind of hard, too, where they're mm-hmm. trying to find where they fit. And they typically find that around March, where they fit in, and then the confidence is there and um, that. And then, of course, an ongoing challenge that happens even after they leave is the financial literacy piece, which, I mean, we've, um, Horatio and I have been working together since 2014 when we opened. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know. I think when you said 2014, when it started, it just... It doesn't seem like it was that I know. long ago, but it's... Mm-hmm. I know, and like, Horatio loves our smart board. I, yeah, I know. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, a quick plug if any of the uh, Del Juan people are li- listening. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect right there. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or there or there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, so he came in and, and you got an understanding too for some of the things that our students um, face as far as the financial literacy piece and how can we make that so they understand what they're doing and what processes can we put in place while we're in the classroom mm -hmm. to make sure that that um, transfers into life when they become employed because the first year 2014-2015 we did everything in theory theoretically this is how it would work mm -hmm. and it didn't work when they left because they weren't counting money they weren't going to the bank they weren't doing all the things they it was you know, quote-unquote theoretical correct right and so we um, looked at it for the next year in 2015 they had um, change jars and we just start putting change in there and then that's well that's you know about the change <laughs> so then they fill out their own deposit they fill out their own deposit slips and then I make it through the um, trap doors downstairs <laughs> I have to get that in because those doors are so hard for me but I really have come along you, you have, you have. <laughs> <laughs> there are still some We've watched you grow. <laughs> yes, progress. even I have made <laughs> personal security growth. doors with buckets and buckets of coin. <laughs> right. So, and then, uh, yeah, so they tracked that. Uh, we used to use iPads in the classroom and they used the checkbook app. And now, um, really took a hard look at the iPad versus the Chromebook and just found more. Um, relevance to business using the Chromebook so they actually use Google Sheets that um, we've set up for they can use drop down boxes for income or expense and then they can pick the category of expense put in a description put the amounts in and it's like constantly tallying mm -hmm. um, we've done that piece and um, also in the same spreadsheet so it used to be that <clears throat> their budget was in their Google Drive, and they knew how to get to it. I'm not saying that they ever did, you know, after the oh, lesson, yeah. right? You know, our uh, lessons that last throughout the year. But now it's part of the sheet at the bottom, so they can go into their budget and look at it any time instead of it being a separate. And then yeah. we also printed a hard copy now just to try to get them to focus on that savings piece to meet those financial goals. Mm -hmm. um, and then also with using Google, we're able to set up like their expenses so they can track them to know when to pay them. But we're also, with this group, I am working with, um, we set up one checking account with Christy downtown and um, then we'll work on getting a couple more checking accounts. With the student life checking is phenomenal for my students because it puts some safeguards in place. Mm -hmm. It's so important, like overdrawing and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like we just have the card so it'll deny. Yeah. The, you know, so we don't have to um, do that. And we're looking at too with the money coming in to either account that it goes in, but setting up the the savings, making it an automatic thing that just happens, right. so they can meet their goals hopefully faster. Right. With product search, what does a successful year look like come graduation and they're walking across that the front? So every year, and, and defining success, I actually have a video on this um, to define success because defining success with 
our group is it's an individual thing it's not like oh you know 90% of our graduates you know walked the, the stage and got a diploma or something like that like we're typical high school you know those are the statistics that you're looking at just like overall how are people doing how are they passing their tests their SATs and those types of things for us we're looking at each individual's personal growth and their ability to meet their um, goals that they've defined so um, they define goals for employment education and independent living and so we, we work on that and the success we see could be something as big as getting um, a full-time position at Bay Health with benefits, that's great. And it can be something as monumental still to us as being able to put your hair in a ponytail by yourself. That one for me was amazing. And the student that did that, you know, I had showed her she had never put her hair up in a ponytail just for whatever reason. And one day she came in because a bus came early and her hair wasn't in a ponytail. And I was like, okay, well, you need to get, you know, put it in a ponytail for the job that she does. She has to have her hair back. And um, I could tell that she didn't really know how, so I showed her. And all I did was show her. And then she did it. I said, how, how did you do that? And what was so great with, when we talk about transferable skills was, well, in... Um, central supply I roll the bags and I learned how to use the rubber bands so I figured it was like the same thing and I'm like yes my work here is done <laughs> yeah. yay so we teach them that they're, the skills they're learning here they can apply across the settings and, and that's also a really valuable part of it and it's how we get our buy in right in the beginning and changing that mindset is we can answer the question that students have been asking since probably classrooms started is when are we ever going to use this and our answer is right now tomorrow every day for the rest of your life you're going to use financial literacy skills forever um, employability skills forever right now does that freak some of them out that would freak me out if i heard somebody say that to me like <laughs> yeah 18, but. yeah <laughs> uh, a lot of things i say probably freak them out <laughs> <laughs> Because we get very real because you have to figure we have nine months mm -hmm. to take you from the mindset of a high school student to the mindset of an employee and make you not just good but great and uh, find your niche, your passion, and we also want you to get paid for whatever you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, in right now I would say the very beginning of the year anxieties are high. And then at the end of the year, they're high because holy cow, they're like, wait, wait, whoa. That chart, it didn't seem like it would ever be filled in. That pie and, chart? Yeah, the pie chart, yes. Yes, so, you know, our academic year, I, we divide it in eighths, so it's really easy to relate to because it's like a pizza. Mm -hmm. So halfway, you know, each quarter is like a marking period, and so that date goes on there, and then split in half is where you used to get your intern progress not intern. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Interim progress reports when you were um, in school. So mm -hmm. it's like an eighth and they color it in. And actually today, Mitchell, and I know he wouldn't mind me saying so because he is in charge of the chart. Um, and we usually get one that's like hypervigilant about the chart. And so he came <laughs> up to me. Yeah, he came up to me 
and there most of it was colored in and we had a teeny tiny slice and it said five four today so he taps me on the shoulder he said we made it can i color it <laughs> <laughs> and then the next biggest decision was what sharpie color am i going to use <laughs> so we had a poll it was down to blue orange and red they chose red right <laughs> much so to fast, mitchell's dis dismay he wanted blue but, no, but the poll so. red. yeah yeah yep. the direction. all right i have a question but probably more towards the end did you have any other questions yeah well uh you've kind of talked about how important it is to have community partners so for our listeners what can we do to continue supporting project search Oh, okay, so we have uh, five interns that aren't hired yet, so if you uh, visit our website or, um, or uh, visit us on Facebook, you can uh, take a look. There's, we have video interviews that they've all completed. Um, so one way is, is certainly employing individuals with disabilities uh, and knowing that you'll have the support of our adult service agency, CIS and Autism Delaware. Uh, other things can include coming in and being a guest speaker. That's super important because a lot of our students just from going through high school, the traditional high school setting is that the next step for everybody is college. And for our students, that next step is not, is not college. It doesn't mean that it can't ever happen. It just means it's not happening in your next step, in your next plan. So it's great when we have people come in and talk about how they got to where they are and what path they took. And uh, some will go to college, some don't. And it's just great for them to hear that, wait, so not everybody goes to college. And so that's a, a good thing. Um, coming in, like I said, being a guest speaker, being part of um, events that we do. One is uh, the speed interviewing, which Horatio um, participated That was nerve-wracking. I had a lot of fun with it, but it was like... <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, so it follows the concept of like speed dating, except for it's appropriate for the classroom. <laughs> We're working with the interns are going. We have uh, we had five um, people come in this um, speed interviewing time, and they uh, the, the interns have five minutes to explain about themselves, their education experience, skills, a strength, a weakness, why they should be hired, and then. Um, then the uh, interviewers would ask a couple questions like, what would your um, coworkers say about you or how would they describe you? And um, do you have any questions for me? I think was mm -hmm. the other one. And uh, once that's complete, then the employer or interviewer has the opportunity of two minutes of feedback. And it helps our students, for, one, it helped immediately because they were able to take what they learned, say at station one from Horatio, and go to station two and apply his feedback to get better at station two. Then the station uh. two had some feedback, so then they got better at three. And they have five stations, so they get five interviews like that. Um, and, and then we compile that data and, and let them know what they need to work on and um, what they did well. The other piece for the community is that employers, they really like to be able to give feedback because in an interview, you really can't do that. Right. You can't say, we were really looking for you to say this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. But when you're helping to give feedback to our interns who are interviewing, you can say, you know, 
your answer was okay, but that's really not what they were looking for. Or you need to, a big one for us, and we worked on it, but, and you're just going to have to keep working on it, is providing examples in your answers, which is super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they for did. For anybody, yeah. Yes, for yeah. anybody, that's right. So um, when you talk about being dependable, how did you demonstrate that? And, and so they come with, they, they, some of them had some stories or sometimes their stories got a little mixed up with what <laughs> they were, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing so. But yeah, so they do, do really well with that. And then we have our reverse job fair. We just um, completed that, was it only a week ago? It really was only a week ago. Last Wednesday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that went really well also. The students with the reverse job fair, your listeners aren't familiar. It is exactly what it sounds like. So the interns create the boards and they have materials out. They might have little giveaways. We had an intern bring candy. I was like, smart, oh, smart, yeah. smart, <laughs> smart, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, the employers then come in and we treat the employers, you know, with the little um, door prize and giveaways and, and things like that, that you would normally get gave a brief presentation and then they um, walked around and talked to the um, interns and then enjoyed lunch and networking and um, we'll see what happens. We did have two um, interns they that had, they were asked some questions, so kind of an on the spot kind of interview that we're um, hopeful about. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's exciting. My last question is, is how do you, so for the parents out there who have children that could be potentially um, qualified for this program, mm-hmm. how do they actually like apply to be in this program? Or so the application process um, and recruitment, if you will, for um, students, it uh, starts actually in October, November. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, but if there are people out there who are like, "Wow, this program sounds really great." Uh, if they go to our website or contact me um, in, in email, we can still get an application going and just move the process along a little bit faster. But typically the process is that we start letting people know that applications are open, complete them. We have an information night in December, mm-hmm. and um, then the applications close. And from there we have, um, this is new this year. It's we try to implement at least one big th- new thing each year and continue to build on it. And this year it was a skills assessment day, which we hadn't done in the past, and it was very effective. So instead of having our interns or prospective interns come in for just an interview, um, which if you kind of think about it, doesn't make that much sense since that's what, like we really teach the interviewing skills mm-hmm. and we're asking them questions and we just didn't glean as much information from it as before and so a best demonstrated practice at Project Search is the Skills Assessments Day and we got a lot of information from that and that was really successful. We had three different stations that they went around to and had to you know put things together and if they needed help they could ask for help. There were different ways for them to do the um, work so there was like a visual, like a picture task analysis. This is what you do. There was a written one, and then there was video modeling, or you could ask an intern, or you could ask a coach. So in each one of those, they want to mark down to see where that prospective intern, how they like to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, and sometimes they, that is on our application, how do you like to learn? But again, that's a, in theory, how do you like to learn? Well, everyone else learns by reading and right. listening. So I guess that's how I learn because that's how they, you know, have yeah. been, you know, whatever. So, <clears throat> but when we actually put a task in front of them and they have choices, that's what we're looking at to see which are you choosing to do. Um, and what was cool with the video modeling was that the, the videos were completed by our interns who walked them through the steps of what to do. So it was really cool. The other, um, so we had a station where you put things um, together like packets of things. Um, then we had one with uh, spreadsheets, so data entries, see how that goes and printing a little bit more complex. And then taking something apart and putting it back together again and then showing that it actually worked. So, yeah, so that was, um, yeah. So you, then you can kind of get an idea of what types of internships or work they already have an affinity for, not necessarily what they want to do forever, but they, they're coming with a set of skills that we want to build on. So, but I would say, you know, if there's parents out there, there are other um, project search locations in Delaware. I can't speak to what their application um, process would be, but um, all of the instructors, we always want to help as many as, as we can. So if you have listeners in the Newcastle County area, um, that is with Red Clay School District and Christiana. Then here in Kent County, we have um, Capital School District and Bay Health, and then Cesar Rodney and Del Dot. Then in Sussex County, we have Seaford and Nanticoke, our partners. So all across the state, and the good news is there's Del One all across the state. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. Well, then to, to close this, uh, Caitlin's congratulations picture when she got hired by Bay Health, it said, Transition, transform, transcend. Yes. It's another us. one of my taglines yes. that Tell I really like. I came up with that one this year because it's just really cool when we look back and now that we have four this is our fourth graduating class, you know, some wedding invitations, like an invitation to a baby shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like we're really seeing them go on. So when they come in, that first piece is that transition. Then you see them transforming in all different ways. It could be losing weight, cutting their hair, bringing on an independence, their own style. They gain more confidence and self-esteem. Um, so that's the transformation process. And then they transcend into employment. And we really, really try to focus on careers instead of jobs, places where they have opportunities for continued growth, support, training really like the um, companies with set training processes in order so that we can kind of take a look at that and how can we modify that for our interns. And one of the things that we do talk about when we're talking about training materials, just to say, is um, our students, if they can have continued access to training materials, like it didn't just happen one day and we're done with it. I mean, it's beneficial for all employees to go back and review what they learned in orientation, mm -hmm. best demonstrated practices and those types of things, <laughs> that focused on customer service they had the first week, all those things. But we find it extremely helpful if they can continue to have access and do repeated review of those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great, well, Lisa, this was awesome. 
It was fun. I was nervous, but um, once I get started, I can't stop. (laughs) I can't. I could talk about this program. You know, it's so so great. You're you're dedicated to the program. Absolutely. It must be so rewarding, like when you see, like when the kids finally graduate and stuff. The graduations that I've been to, it's always emotional because, like, you know, I, I see them maybe at the beginning of the year. And then maybe the middle of the year, and just each step of the way is a whole different crowd. And yeah. then you see them up front, and at the graduation ceremony, it's like oh, it's mind-boggling. It is. It's like actually gives me chills just um, thinking about it. And sometimes, I mean, you really have to, you know, choke back the tears. I mean, I mean, we can let them see a little bit, not too much, not too much. You don't look like stone but yeah, it's it is. It's very exciting, you know. And and for the parents, they mm-hmm. are like, I don't know where my child would be without Project Search, and that's across the nation and the world. Wherever we have Project Searches, is parents thinking like, I didn't know until Project Search was there, and you know, then they see. Um, their child, their adult child, secure employment, and it's just, it's, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah. Absolutely. It was great. Next time, I promise to bring an intern. They're just super busy right now. Right, yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you.